0: when the sun goes down the stars come out from deep in the heart of texas it's the star at night coming to you from the cowboys facility at the star in frisco with your hosts kelsey charles
1: and david hellman
2: Kelsey Charles and David Hellman here and you are watching the Star at Night. Dave, they let us back on the air.
0: Who would have uh, Yeah, thrilled to be here for starters, but don't worry if you feel confused or if you feel like we snuck up on you, like that's totally understandable for starters, holiday weekend. Oh, and then the whole part about we didn't have a preseason or a training camp or anything resembling a normal offseason. So we're here. We're on your screen, I get it, you're not used to it. We're taken aback as like, I woke up, I woke up on Sunday and realized that we were a week out from game day and had the biggest panic attack of my life about just how unready I feel for the NFL season, which is somehow only like a day away.
2: Big 2020 energy. Like Unbelievable. how it is, September actually blows my mind. Like I feel like remember in quarantine when it first began and you just didn't know if it was Monday or Sunday or like, you know, kind of like in Alaska when it's just like light twenty four hours a day. Like you're just like so disoriented. That's how I feel this week. Not that I'm complaining because we get NFL football on Sunday, but um with the Dallas Cowboys. Nonetheless.
0: Okay. Well, if you want to take it back to quarantine, if you are a cowboy fan, or if you talk about the Cowboys for a living, like we do think about how many times you've talked about this team with your friends and family and said, Oh man, I just hope we get to play games. I just hope we make it to the games in September. How many times have you said that? And here we are. Oh. I, I don't know how it snuck up because it's all I've talked about since March, but it did. But they're gonna fly to LA on Saturday and then they're gonna play a game. So I'm- That's the thing that's confused, happening. As confused as I am, I ain't mad about it.
2: I I am definitely shocked. And again, like I mentioned, like it, it's happening this weekend, but I can't say that I've ever gone into a season feeling as confused and having no idea what to expect from the first actual season game. We haven't gotten a chance to see these guys play. The one opportunity that we could have seen was the actual Cowboys night, the blue and white scrimmage. And they didn't have numbers on their jerseys. So I don't even know who was catching passes and who wasn't. It's, it's wild. It's, again, the only way I know how to describe it is big 2020 energy. So needless to say, I'm excited.
0: Listen, I know during his busy week of game planning for the Rams, that Mike McCarthy is watching this. And Mike, thanks a lot, man. We really appreciate not knowing what on earth this team is about to do. Uh, I, I mean, I joke, but not really. Kelsey already brought up. No, they didn't have numbers on their jerseys in their only televised practice, which by the way, if you watched it, nobody actually saw any of the practice. Uh, reporters like myself have not been able to report specifics from practice. The unofficial depth chart for week one only had 10 offensive players listed. Like, that's how little of a crap they give about giving us information is they didn't even give us the full 11. And, I, I mean, I respect it. It's gamesmanship. Mike McCarthy has said they don't have to put themselves on TV, so they're not going to do it. They don't want opponents to know what's coming. I get it. I respect it. But I am so excited to actually see what the hell is going on with this team because I can't really tell you.
2: So, basically, we are all going to be in this big puzzle piece together, trying to fit them all together to make some semblance of a picture make sense again. I'm looking forward to it, but word on the street is that there may be a few pieces who are not gonna be a part of the equation come Sunday. We're gonna decide here next if that's a big deal or not a big deal. Stay with us.
3: Hey there, everybody. Kyle Yeomans here with DallasCowboys.com, and I encourage all of you Cowboys fans out there to check out Talking Cowboys. The podcast is every week live on the website and on all social platforms at 9.30 every weekday morning. We've got myself alongside Isaiah Stanback, who's actually won one of those during his playing career as a former Dallas Cowboy. He won it with the Giants, but we'll forgive him for that. We've also got Heckma Harrison along with Dallas Cowboys insider Rob Phillips. It's a ton of fun every week weekday morning at 9.30. Check it out on DallasCowboys.com.
0: Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Star at Night. I'm David Hellman with Kelsey Charles. We're talking all things Cowboys and week one else. We do actually have some current news to tend to. That's why I came up with this very clever game uh, in the in the spirit of gamesmanship in the spirit of game shows. I put my thinking hat on and I thought yeah. hey, we got some news items to deal with. Is this a big deal or is it not a big deal? So I'm going to ask you a question and, and you're going to tell me what you think. How's that sound?
2: First of all, that's real original so I'm proud of you for that. But yes, I'm here for it. Let's Thank go. you.
0: I put a lot of effort into it. I appreciate that. So, all right if you didn't hear lyle collins starting right tackle and sean lee one of the most experienced linebackers on this team they've been sent to injured reserve for at least three games deal or no big deal
2: all right so it's short term ir there's a new rule this year three weeks um, used to be eight games and because of that it's not a big deal to me um i am definitely not thrilled about having our starting right tackle lyle collins not on the line. I don't feel as confident about this O so line as I have in years past, especially with the departure of Travis Frederick. But needless to say, I am going to say that our guys in place right now are serviceable. I'm looking forward to having him back. In terms of Sean, Sean Lee, listen, I mean, Stephen Jones said it himself this week. I think that Sean's kind of taking on a little bit more of a, of a coaching role in some of those regards. So, again, he hasn't played a full season for a long time, I don't believe. So, not concerned. It's not a big deal in my mind.
0: If Lyle is back after three games, then it's not a big deal. I get worried beyond that, but we'll see. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. I'm with you. 100%. Um,
2: so a guy who is back is one, namely Brandon Carr. He was signed to the team, but ah. not the actual team, the practice squad. Dave, um, is this a big deal or no big deal?
0: I love to talk out of both sides of my mouth. So that's exactly what I'm going to do in terms of on the field. I don't know that this is a big deal. Uh, Brandon Carr, longtime player in the NFL played here for five years, 192 starts. He's an all time captain of the good guy team. I love Brandon Carr. Uh, but he's in the back end of his career. He just transitioned to safety in the second half of last season for Baltimore. So we're not talking about an all pro safety. We're talking about a guy who can come in and add depth and experience. Uh, They can promote him to the roster anytime they want to. That's all great, but where this is a big deal for me is intangibles. Like I just said, Brandon Carr, great guy, great locker room presence. Leader, all of that stuff that you could want. And what did the Cowboys do in the draft this year? They went out and got Trayvon Diggs and Reggie Robinson, two young defensive backs who need mentors, who need leadership. A lot of those defensive backs in the Cowboys locker room are in contract years. Uh, They got other stuff on their mind. But Brandon Carr can be there for these young guys and be a great presence. I think that is a big deal. I don't think you can count that out.
2: I am actually with you for once David. I am two thumbs up on the Brandon Carr train. So we are aligned. Not often we agree.
0: Us. Yeah. I know, not what? often. All right, but <laughs> I, I want to get I want to I want to get to this one because this is this is my favorite part is, you know, we're talking about the Rams, week 1. Michael Brockers, defensive tackle for the LA Rams says that he has been watching Cowboys training camp coverage to get an idea of what they're going to do. Deal or no big deal.
2: I mean, I just want to know if he's listening to it with music or not. Like, that's the thing. Uh, no big deal. I, like, are you kidding me? What is he seeing that we're not seeing? Dave, I hope you're censoring your tweets, but I guess you already are. Um, he's also. Let, let's just think about the fact that his entire team is being recorded on hard knocks right now. I ain't worried. I ain't worried. Like, it's it, that's cute. I think. Listen, I will give him props though. I appreciate the grind. So I'll give him credit for that. But if I think it's a big deal, no, that's not the case.
0: <laughs> I am the guy that makes all of the training camp content. I'm like, we, DallasCowboys.com, we're the ones filming tra- practice and tweeting about it. Guess what? There's nothing there, Mike. I could have saved you a lot of trouble. It's not a big deal because there's nothing to see. But I respect I respect the hustle that you took the time to watch it. but. Yeah, maybe worry about the reality TV show going on there in L.A. instead.
2: Yeah, yeah. Interesting to say the least. But again, uh, we are approving of your grind, maybe not your tactics. Coming up next, though, have you ever wondered how the Cowboys stay fed? We've got celebrity chef and chef to some of the actual Cowboys themselves coming up next. And he's spilling some of his secrets.
4: Hi guys, Mickey Spagnola here. And if you want the best analysis on the Dallas Cowboys during the season, join us every day during the week on Mix Shots. We come on at 1:30 on DallasCowboys.com and all the other Dallas Cowboy platforms. I'm on there every day, along with Bill Jones and former Cowboys cornerback Everson Walls, who gives us a unique perspective on the team having played this game and having led this team in interceptions for several years. So don't forget, it's Mick Shots Daily, 130 on DallasCowboys.com.
2: Nation, you always ask us to feed Zeke. Well, we brought the man who actually does it himself. Joining us now, we have celebrity chef and personal chef to the Cowboys, Chef Hoppy. Chef, welcome. Hey.
1: How you guys doing? How you guys
0: doing? Thank you for having me.
2: <laughs> that
0: was a nice, that was a nice intro, Kels. Way to go. Thank that you. was so clever. Thank you. Yeah. Way to go.
2: I'm super pumped to have you. I've been following you for a minute. And first of all, your Instagram is insane. And I need to try your mac and cheese. I kind of view myself as a bit of a mac and cheese connoisseur. Um, Hopefully you can make the gluten-free kind, because I feel like I might need to be your official taste tester, just
1: saying. I I think you're going to have to be my test for the gluten-free. I haven't, you know, whenever people want macaroni and cheese, they want it all the way. I've never had to have a gluten-free macaroni and cheese. But you know, I think we can work that out. (laughs)
2: So breaking news, Zeke is not gluten-free. Yeah, right. So, (laughs) Chef, you work with a lot of Cowboys and a lot of athletes just in general. Give us an idea, like, how did you get into this industry? How did this all begin for you?
1: So it all started, I used to play for Deion Sanders' select football team called Truth. And uh, when my dad left me and my mom and my sister, she used to make this seven up pound cake and it was to die for it. So she had to get another job and she stopped making it. And she finally started to teach me how to make it. And I would take slices to football practice, church school, different things like that. And whenever they found out I could cook uh, on the football team, they was like, oh, can you make us some strawberry cupcakes? Can you make some chocolate chip cookies? And then that's whenever I kind of got my baking business going whenever I was about 12. And then as I got older, uh, Dion, Coach Dion finally hired me on full time about three or four years ago. And then when Alan Hearns got traded over from uh, Jacksonville, uh, he tweeted out that he needed a chef in the Frisco area. And I was like, mm, I'll make the drive, I'll make the drive. And that's kind of how th- things got rolling. Um, we worked out a deal to where he posted me on his social media. And all the other Cowboys started following me. And that's all she wrote.
0: Wait, so that's, that's actually, I think that's so interesting is, you know, me and Kelsey compared notes before we had you on, it started with, with Alan. And then obviously, you know, you're, you're cooking for Zeke all the time. A lot of Cowboys, but we even mentioned it. My guy, Leonard Fournette, like you've got clients, not just in, in the DFW area. And so this is all, this is just word of mouth. And like people seeing your stuff on Instagram.
1: All it is, is word of mouth. Um, You know, name dropping of course is always a good thing. And uh, just creating, whenever I post stuff, you know, a lot of things you can't find just anywhere. You find it on my social media and you're gonna want that.
2: So what I love about your food is that it doesn't seem to be lacking flavor. And I think a lot of times when you talk about athletes like prepping for games, you know, you, you might insinuate or at least think on the upfront that it's gonna be like super like, only chicken and steamed vegetables or something like really basic and bland and boring. What's yeah. your philosophy for how you're feeding this team and these guys before big games?
1: Right, so a lot of the time players don't get a home cooked meal or, you know, how they grew up eating. And whenever you're, if your body is uh, set a certain way and you're growing up eating a certain way, mom cooking for you, grandma cooking for you, you kind of want that same repertoire whenever you go to, um eat uh, during your time in the NFL and everything like that. So I kind of have an old school, I call myself old school with a young twist. So we're seasoning everything. Um, If there's some health uh, parameters you have and everything, I'm going to make sure, of course, I'm following those. But most of the time, a lot of the athletes give me the free range to have fun and do things that they'll say, okay, I need to lose weight, I need to gain weight. I know how to still make healthy food be good and make non quote unquote healthy food still fit to where you're still, your body's still functioning properly.
2: I love
0: that. So, so it's, uh, sorry, Kels. it's, it's one thing to, you know, to be a, a personal chef for these guys and make their meals, but just following you and seeing your stuff on social media, I can't help but notice there's like an element of meal prep to it too. Like you're making stuff for a guy like Zeke, like for the entire week. I'm just, right. I'm honestly, I'm, I'm curious how you do that. And, you know, what your supplies look like, like how do you shop for that? And and how do you get that taken care of to where you're, you know, getting food for these guys for days and weeks at a time?
1: So it's actually crazy, I I shop every day. Uh, There's not a day that I don't go to a grocery store to shop, I don't keep anything at home, I don't keep anything in an extra storage or fridge or anything. I shop every day, the meal is made up in my head that morning, Uh, so there's no, there's no, set menu. There's no picking through so- supplies at home. I have my set seasonings at each location, at each house. But other than that, I shop every morning um, and just try to, sometimes it's two to three times out the day I go to the grocery store, which is crazy, Holy cow. But <laughs> a little bit, out.
0: yeah. I go to the grocery <laughs> store like <laughs> once a month, store?
2: so. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> He, he, like, you can't catch him. And he comes up to my place and he's like, hey, uh, can I borrow, you know, this or, or that? And I'm like, really?
0: All the time. Anyway, right.
2: I'm a big grocery oh. store person, so I respect it. Um, I do want to talk about this meal prep thing, though, a little bit, because you work with the likes of Zeke Elliott, CeeDee Lamb, Demarcus Lawrence, just to name a few, um, Antoine Woods, you mentioned Deion Sanders. But I think um, you have something in the works to do something along the lines of a business venture. What can you tell us about that?
1: Definitely. So the star at night is getting the drop It's get It's getting the secret It's getting a little something that I've been Pretty holding new. on too far. So me and Zeke are actually partnering up and creating a meal prep business called hopping preps, uh, that will be shipped across the country. We're going to make it an exclusive meal prep company to where only about 200 people, uh, a week can put their orders in and just have fun and kind of bring some flavor to the meal prep game per se.
2: I love that. Um, Hopefully it's that not like things. too
0: exclusive so I can maybe get on that mailing list. I need all the help I can yeah, get. Yeah, right? <laughs> you text me, you just
2: <laughs> No, we're the taste testers. Remember, Dave, I already got it signed up. Like we're good. We're yeah, good. that's we're true. You're up. right, all right. We're totally fine. We're totally fine. Um, that's super exciting. I am kind of curious though, obviously you and Zeke are business partners. What are what's like one of his like favorite dishes? Like some of these guys that you work with, what are their right. favorite things to that you cook for them?
1: So Zeke's uh, one of his new favorites is oxtails. He just figured out that I could cook oxtails. I was like, I can cook everything. So you should have been sick <laughs> <laughs> um, do Oxtails with sure. some mashed potatoes, macaroni and cheese, asparagus, things of that nature, and then CD. So of course uh, I'm about week two or three in with CD. And um, he's from Louisiana, grew up in Houston. So those are big uh, seafood spots. So, of course, one of his favorites is seafood. And for what I've cooked so far, his favorite is my catfish. My fried so catfish. So
2: what, what's the girl got to do to get her hands on uh, that CD's favorite catfish recipe that you make?
1: Yeah, for real. Uh, the recipe, I mean, I guess the people just got to go to the store at right night to get the recipe from you. Uh, but how you can get it, you know, just put it on our list with the gluten-free mac and cheese. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Gluten-free fried catfish might be kind of hard. I
0: don't want to doubt Kels, but I don't know. I feel like the breading is a big part of what makes catfish good. Right. (laughs) I'll just
2: take some Pepe Bismol. It's fine. It's totally fine. So, I think what you just said is that, um, A, the Star at Night listeners and viewers are actually going to be the first to know about this meal prep business that you and Zeke are putting together. And, uh, you're sharing the recipe for CD's favorite catfish. So, wow. I mean, we're spoiled. Holy cow. So
0: when CD oh. goes off on Sunday night, you'll know what fueled him to get there. That's oh, for, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. For sure. sure. <laughs> as
1: soon as we call, I'm about to go over there uh, and fry them up some catfish.
2: I love Damn. it. I love it, I love it. Who knew?
1: I want an, Who knew? I want an invite. I wish
0: these these darn, these these and times are getting in the way of my dietary habits right now. It's too bad.
2: Listen, all I know is that seafood gonna take us to the Super Bowl. Chef Hoppy, you're amazing. I am so pumped to have you on here. Thanks for the recipe. Thanks for the tips. Where Thank can you. people yeah, I, find and- you though?
1: You can find me on all of my social medias at Manuel Hoppy. Um, so that's my Twitter, my Facebook, and my Instagram are all Manuel Hoppy. M-A-N-W-E-L-L-H-O-P-P-I-E. When we can get back in a studio, we're going to do like a
0: cooking with Chef Hoppy thing. I don't Like we can like set up a Absolutely. burner something. Well, I mean, we're a little limited right now, but we'll get there.
2: Yeah. I'll that's, be ready for whatever you guys want. <laughs> Chef Hoppy, thanks so much for joining us. We can't wait to have you back as a guest again. Guys, we're going to take a quick break. Coming up next, we have a new game for you, Witch Cowboy. Stay tuned for What That All About.
3: Hey there, everybody. Kyle Yeomans here with DallasCowboys.com, and I encourage all of you Cowboys fans out there to check out Talking Cowboys. The podcast is every week live on the website and on all social platforms at 9.30 every weekday morning. We've got myself alongside Isaiah Stanback, who's actually won one of those during his playing career as a former Dallas Cowboy. He won it with the Giants, but we'll forgive him for that. We've also got Heckma Harrison along with Dallas Cowboys insider Rob Phillips. It's a ton of fun week weekday morning at 9:30 check it out on dallascowboys.com
0: Hey y'all, welcome back to The Star at Night. I'm Dave, she's Kelsey. You know that. Trying out yet again another segment. They're all new segments when the show's new, so that's fun. This one we're calling, Which Cowboy? I think we have we have high potential for going off the rails here, so we'll see how it goes. Barry. But basically, we're gonna try to guess who said these lines. Which member of the Cowboys, or maybe a, 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 another Cowboy altogether, I don't know. Caden, throw me the first one. Let's see what we can do. You wanna be safe and good, or do you wanna take a chance and be great? Kelsey, um that is a very football sounding quote. I don't know. What do you think?
2: Uh I'm gonna go on the field. That's definitely a cowboy from the field. Football quote.
0: Okay. I mean, can you give me a guess as to who it is? Ah oh, well, there we go. I don't need to. <laughs> it's more you fun if you do you. though. I mean
2: Listen. I'm just gonna go to, to... Associate. <laughs> Yeah, no joke, no joke. Um, all right. Up next, Dave, you're on the clock. Okay. Seen better fights than this at a prayer meeting? On the field okay. or on the screen?
0: I feel like my TV acumen tells me that this won't be on the field. This will be a cowboy on the screen. But also, that sounds like something Bill Parcells would say. So I'm right? going to say Bill Parcells, even though maybe it's like John Wayne. I don't know. <laughs> <Yee-haw>! Hey! <laughs> I mean,. I sort of cheated because I said both things, but I'm, I'm taking credit for it anyway. I don't care.
2: I feel like I'm already at a disadvantage because I don't watch any movies or TV shows, but whatever. It's fine. I'm still going to be too. All right. Lay it on me. What you, what you got? What you got? What
0: you got? All right. Man, I got vision and the rest of the world wears bifocals.
2: Jerry Jones. On field. Let's
0: All of know. these could be Kelsey. Jerry Jones. Let's be real. Butch <laughs> Cassidy. AKA, you, don't even know who, you don't even know who Paul Newman is, do you, Kelsey?
2: i mean no, I'm you, just don't.
0: Going. you don't you okay. don't keep going all right throw it throw it at me if
2: if if, 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 if for candy if and, and nuts, candy nuts and we all nut. have a merry christmas
0: i just i read over you right there don't worry about it it's you fine did. It's
2: this totally fine. this
0: i mean i've heard a lot of people say this but if this isn't jerry jones i give up it's gotta be this <laughs> is the Jerry Jones. Ah. <laughs>
2: all right well, don meredith don dandy meredith. don
0: the original 17. Oh, so I think you did actually win for whatever that's worth.
2: I mean, unsurprisingly. Yeah, unsurprisingly. I win everything. Um, Dave, that was sure. fun. Thanks for letting me win yet again. Not that I need you to let me win because I win anyway. Guys, guys, um, there's an actual real-life football game that matters that's happening this week, and we're going to talk about it. Coming up next, Dave has some words of wisdom for you all on That's What He Said.
4: Hi guys, Mickey Spagnola here and if you want the best analysis on the Dallas Cowboys during the season, join us every day during the week on Mix Shots. We come on at 1:30 on dallascowboys.com and all the other Dallas Cowboy platforms. I'm on there every day along with Bill Jones and former Cowboys cornerback Everson Walls who gives us a unique perspective on the team having played this game and having led this team in interceptions for several years. So don't forget it's Mix Shots Daily 130 on DallasCowboys.com.
0: going to do it for this episode of the star at night but before we sign out of here i got a voice a little concern that is brewing in my gut as this season approaches i can't help but feel that the expectations for the dallas cowboys are getting a little bit out of control i saw espn predicted them to make super bowl 55 peter king had them winning the number one seed in the nfc east and i'm not gonna i'm not trying to say this team is bad But this is still a team with a brand new coaching staff and a pandemic that is coming off an eight and eight season. And I'm just worried that if the Cowboys go three and out or turn the ball over or God forbid, lose the game on Sunday, all hell's gonna break loose. And I just wanna just everybody calm down. We're gonna take this thing a week at a time. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves. I just had to say that.
2: Hashtag, that's what he said. You heard the man himself. Calm down. Guys, thanks for hanging out with us. It was fun. Back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Central time, breaking down all things LA Rams. For David Hellman, I'm Kelsey Charles. This has been The Star at Night.